I sometimes think that the subjects I choose to talk about say something about me, um, and possibly they do. What is procrastination? Well, procrastination refers to the voluntary postponement of an unpleasant task, often against one's better judgment. And when a person procrastinates, they pass the buck to their future self, although some procrastinators claim that they work best under pressure. Perhaps they also need the rush of the last-minute deadline to get them started. But the costs of procrastination are often considerable, and evidence suggests that the habit of leaving things until the last minute generally results in lower-quality work performance and reduced well-being. So, for example, students who routinely procrastinate consistently get lower grades. Um, and that's from some uh, research by Early and Wurtenbrosch in 2002. Procrastinators also tend to postpone getting appropriate medical treatment and diagnostic tests, which, of course, can lead to uh, worse health problems. So why, when so little good comes out of procrastinating, why do we do it so much? Well, uh, I've been doing some searching on the web and come up with a few ideas ideas. First of all, absence of structure. And I think this might be one that possibly refers to me. So when you're in a job, let's say you're in a job where um, where you're presenting on radio, you've got no choice but to get on with it. I can't sit here and think, oh, shall I cue that next track up? Yeah, I've got to do it because I've got listeners out there. Um, if you're in a shop and a customer comes in, you can't put off serving them. You really need to be serving them or they're going to work out. But when we all start working from home and we start working for ourselves or so many organizations now have flexible situations where you might go into the office for a couple of days a week, but you work from home. There's so there's just so much that can you can use to delay the decision to do particular things. So there's things like checking Facebook instead of doing work and our easy online access makes urges easy to gratify. So one solution to this is to design your work environment in a way that makes your desired goal more likely to happen. Uh, for example, if you tend to check your email or Facebook too often, make it difficult for yourself to connect to the internet. Turn it off. Turn off your um, the messages that you get to say that there's a new Facebook post or a new email that's come in. Just turn them off and don't you know get on with whatever it is that you need to do. Um, number two, unpleasant tasks. The most significant predictor of procrastination is a task that's considered unpleasant, boring or uninteresting. How many times do we think about putting off the laundry or Christmas shopping or exercise? So how can you complete your unpleasant or not necessarily unpleasant but undesirable tasks on time one strategy is to divide and conquer so shift your focus from the ultimate goal to a series of easy to complete intermediate tasks and i love this one not only have intermediate tasks but have little things that you can then reward yourself for um if i complete this blog post by lunchtime I'm going to allow myself to have a really yummy tasty lunch simple easy things or I'm going to go out for a walk in the woods with my doggies and get some exercise Um, another strategy is to form an if then plan to automate goal striving so if I turn on the computer I will first work on my assignment for 45 minutes and then I'll allow myself 10 minutes on Facebook or whatever Um, number three timing another important factor is the timing of the reward and punishment, meaning that the point of choice and the associated consequences are separated in time. And a gap like this produces internal conflict between future and present interests. Um, This makes me think back to to things that 
Tony Robbins always says about there's two things that motivate people pleasure and pain so if something is really enjoyable you're going to do it and is it not until the pain is overtakes the the, the pleasure in something so for example make it easy for you to understand if you are overweight and you don't exercise and you carry on the pain of the sorry the pleasure of eating that food or sitting there on the sofa watching something is great until maybe the summary or health issue or you hear someone make some unpleasant comment about you and then the pain may overtake that pleasure I interviewed lovely Marnie Lapsy Gardner on the show a couple of months ago um, about the pain when she was told by her doctor that she may not see her daughter's 21st birthday and uh, that clicked in with her and since then she, when I interviewed she'd lost 10 stone 10 pounds. So you'll get the, the whole um, idea of pleasure and pain. Procrastination occurs when present efforts are highly noticeable in comparison with future ones, leading individuals to postpone tasks without anticipating that when it comes time to do them the required action will be delayed yet again um they give an example in in one of the articles i read that a smoker who wants to quit can spend many years having one last cigarette and the solution is to find a way to make long-term goals feel more like short-term rewards so for example the painful moment of getting into a cold swimming pool can overpower the delaying benefits of doing morning laps To overcome that resistance, you need to associate the activity with the positive mood effect of exercise or the positive health benefits of giving up smoking. Um, Number four, anxiety. Avoidance is a well-known form of coping with anxiety. Procrastinators may postpone getting started because of a fear of failure, even a fear of success. And evidence indicates that procrastination is associated with high levels of stress. So to relieve stress procrastinators shift their focus away from the future towards more immediate rewards in order to avoid high priority yet challenging tasks finding ways to reduce stress can stress can strengthen an individual's capability to reduce their procrastination and number five in our reasons why um, people procrastinate is self-confidence so when difficulty arise people with weak self-confidence can easily develop doubts about their ability to accomplish the task at hand while those with strong beliefs are more likely to continue their efforts so when low self-confidence causes people to avoid activities they miss opportunities to acquire new knowledge and skills i find this so much in the business that i'm in because um, many of you out there know i've run a network marketing business and so often i had a, a young lady recently who was very excited about doing a business and then had some naysayers in her family. And I'm sure these people put her off for very good reasons, but she didn't have the self-confidence and the wherewithal herself to overcome those naysayers and get on with what she was really excited about um, in the first place. And another example is a college student with low sense of confidence for maths may avoid enrollment in upper level maths courses. The decision not to enroll deprives the student of valuable skills development experiences. And in contrast, goal attainment may raise feelings of self-confidence, which can result in a person setting even more challenging goals. So just go for it. Just do it. One thing you can rest assured of is that it's not that you're lazy so many people have been told or they tell themselves that it's because they're disorganized lazy or that they just don't care enough and um, really that isn't the reason that most people procrastinate 
people are often smart, capable, hardworking, but they just can't get things done on the time, on time, and they can't seem to figure out why. But we've already touched on lots of reasons why, and there are lots of questions, questionnaires you can answer online if you want to find out exactly why you procrastinate. But let's move on and look at the good news, which is that there are effective strategies to overcome the anxiety and procrastination. And by using methods drawn from things like CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, you could learn skills to decrease your avoidance and manage your anxiety. So what can you do? Is there something you've been putting off in your life? Maybe you're planning to start a big project. Um, maybe you haven't achieved your goals this week and um, uh, this year and you want to do better next year or maybe you just put off cleaning the house or washing the car or taking the dog out or exercising or whatever um but it doesn't need to be a big problem it could just be that it's something you're putting off that you know will change your life so what could you do well i guess one of the big things is make a decision make a decision just um you know that's the opposite of procrastination if you make a decision just to do it then you know you can either procrastinate or you can decide so just do it Get the book Think and Grow Rich and read the chapter on decision every day for 30 days. This will go a long way in helping you act quickly on your ideas. Number two, write it out. Set aside a little time and follow up a three-step process. Get a sheet of paper. Write out how you currently feel about procrastination. Elaborate on how you personally procrastinate, what you do, what you don't do, etc. And then take out a second sheet and ask yourself what would be the exact opposite of that then on the top of the page, write, I am so happy and grateful now that, and below it, write out detailed statements that are the opposite of the things you wrote on the first sheet. And when you're finished, burn or shred the first sheet of paper. And um, the third thing here is read and rewrite what you wrote on the second sheet every day until you notice that you're no longer procrastinating. And this, this using two sheets of paper thing is a really powerful thing that that you can do and change things in your subconscious mind. Number three, chop it up. Sometimes we procrastinate because we don't know where to begin. Something could just seem so huge that you really just don't know how to start. You can be completely overwhelmed. Well, chop it up, put it into small actionable steps. You know what the saying is, how do you eat an elephant one chunk at a time and have those little rewards that I talked about earlier after each one. So when you've achieved a particular area, particular particular step give yourself some sort of reward and number four quiet your mind this one might surprise you but meditation and i talk about it all the time on this show is one of the most effective ways to get rid of self-sabotaging behavior including procrastination something you should do every day anyway number five stop trying to be perfect perfectionism is an illusion that slows you down and prevents you from reaching your goal act quickly doing the best you can read the book the five second rule by um, mel robbins that will help you with that um, number six partner up found find an accountability partner so you can help each other commit and follow through on the things you each need to do towards to move towards your goals and dreams good time of year to start looking for one and, and get that going and number seven take a closer look revisit what you're putting off and ask yourself why you have it on your list be honest with yourself maybe you're putting it off because it's something someone else wants you to do but it's not really that important to you it's not something that you really want or should do or something that will move you closer to your goals so stop wasting your energy on it and remove it from your list number eight 
put it on your gratitude list. Tomorrow morning, write down how grateful you are that you started the project and it's going well. Write it in the present tense and feel like you've already achieved it. We talk about gratitude as well on this show quite a lot. And in the series, um, Having a Mindset for Success, we talked a lot about gratitude. Expressing gratitude isn't only for things that you, you already have and things that have already happened. Being grateful for things that you want and expect to happen rises your vibrational level and thereby helps you to get the results that you want. Number nine, reward yourself for taking action. I've already touched on this a couple of times, but it can be as simple as taking a coffee or tea break, going to watch a movie, eating in a restaurant you've been wanting to check out, something that makes you feel good. So you can set those little goals and then reward yourself. And last but not least, adjust your attitude. Procrastination can stop you from winning and realizing many of the great joys in life. But even a small shift in attitude can make a huge difference to your results. So every day, ask yourself, what environment do I want to create for my life to really thrive? And procrastination can't survive in an environment like that. So there's no magic pill that's going to put an end to your procrastination forever. But these tips should help you take concrete steps towards achieving more and feeling a lot better about yourself. So onwards and upwards. Work on this during December so you're all ready to get fired up in January. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.